Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's Fox Hope. Recorded live. Yeah, this is fresh. Yeah, she was definitely there. She's the mother of uh, um, the little ones. Yeah, she, that's her mom. That's the, that's the daughter. That's a, do- that's a daughter, and Fox obviously is the dad. Yeah, I remember Fox. Yeah. So, what was that, Jason? You think I remember? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, the little, <laughs> I think the little one, uh, she's usually pretty good. She usually never runs away too much like that. How you doing, meathead? You all right? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Just cool. busy as hell, man. You going through Bristol? Uh, Wait, you go by the racetrack? No, 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 no. I no. thought, oh, shit, he goes there. He'll never be here. No, I went to... Uh, in the state, but um, I had to stop a couple times. Let these dogs go to the bathroom. See, okay, you stay there. You guys, just stay in there a second. There. Come on, baby. Watch out, baby. You stay right there. Have it, have it, have it. Stay right there. Have it. Yeah, it's parking. Oh, it's parking the shade. I gotta make sure they stay in the shade. Yeah. Up in the front is all uh Yeah, I wasn't gonna
That was fun. <laughs> Another man, Larry, he's giving us a Saturday. Black guy on the show. He sent us an uh, email this day. Oh, yeah. He sent us an email to show that he was saying that. You may have heard this stuff. Hey, Carl, the sound is really bad. Some people are actually just stop doing because they feel bad to stop it. Some people are just going to do it. One of the videos is English. One of the videos is just a point of And then I said, 
Oh, what's that? Like I said, 
Hey, Paul.
but he's got down. I have the apartment. He wants it. I felt she found out so that I could just go in the mode of give a cell phone. You know, so he finally got him. Yeah, he was on the other side of the house. This is just an outdoor chat. I feel good. What do you mean? What kind of information do I find out with what? Oh, this is a different Oh, yeah. They, when I reported that, they took a full file down out of that trailer. You know, then they will wound back up and, you know, Obviously, when I work on the with a child, what are you doing? You watch the lady who is like, like you say, like she was She she worked at Walmart. Hey, sweet, this is what I have for you guys. This is what I have for my babies. This is what I have for my babies. I can 
Okay, we'll just be back. Hey, guys. I don't know what to ask. Oh, you want to know. Hey, if I'm hey, a lot of people, there's an ongoing debate. I ask you a question. Yes, I There's a real big thing of are they a beneficiary Yeah, it was just my sister calling me. No, it was just my sister calling. She wanted to make sure I don't walk into a room full of feds. Because once a cop, always a cop, you know? That's right. That's right. You guys got water? You guys got water? Like drink water? Yeah, that, whatever that is, yeah. Great burial lemon. Great burial lemon. Give me a berry, I guess. I'll try that. You want to fruity and festive. No, so she just called me up. I said, because whenever I walk in these places, you never know. You know? Yep. So you make sure you walk in, walk out, got the escape route, got everything. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a couple times. <laughs> See what's going on. 
Oh, yeah. That's right. Walk in the front door, walk out the back, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's right. Could you walk? You just want me. No. I'm just answering all the money. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that right? Actually, I'm pretty sure none of you guys are See if they have the stuff right. Yeah, it writes pretty good. I'm not sure about him. He's been taking a lot of notes. I've been accused of that. Because yeah. I do take notes. The thing is, it's true. The thing is, it's okay. Yeah. This is kind of interesting. I figured the best way to start this thing, I'm trying to do it a little bit different than I usually do. Uh, okay, I guess let's just do something simple. Like We'll just say words or like language. The big thing with words and language, it's the most powerful tool we have on planet Earth. That's what separates us from the other animals, is that we have the ability to communicate by words. And we can transmit our thoughts and actions around the world in, in a second just by our words. In the legal society, like the Boy Scout Society or the Girl Scout Society or the Societal Order of the Ku Klux Klan, they all have their own way of defining and, you know, their meanings of these words. It's a term of art. It's, you know, I just go, a term of art, like this man, who, who is the man who owns this place? Craig. Craig. He, I'm sure within the, you know, chiropractic, you know, uh, profession, there's certain words that he could say to another chiropractor they know, like, instantly, and me and you would be like, what? So we'd have no clue. Like, say a simple word. I can think off the top of my head, but this is the first word in my dictionary for the letter L is latch. Now, you can't latch man, and the same thing in the legal society, but this is how they spell latch. But this is how we spell latch. So it's almost identical. And then they, for some reason, they have something called law, and for some reason, we have something called law. The laws, the customs, traditions, and practices of people has passed down from generations to words. But for some reason, they turn the word law into that. Or they'll turn latch into that. You can't latch a man, but you can latch a person. So it's, it's, it's interesting how they just play these little word games. So, like, we, we speak the common law. They speak some sort of, they'll say, well, you folks are doing a common law. Well, no, I'm doing the common law. You know, whether, like I said, my dad, thank God, my dad couldn't read or write English. Thank God my dad was German, and he couldn't, uh, I got an eraser or something. So, so, so thank God my dad, if they tried to, uh, if they tried to hand my dad a piece of paper, my dad would just look at it and say, well, what's this Chinese hieroglyphics nonsense? He's like, no, it's English. Well, that's special. I don't know what this means. Well, let me tell you what it means. It's like, what do you think I just fell off the turnip truck? Or you think, Who are you? Who are you to tell me anything? Well, this is what it reads. Yeah. That's what I heard you told the Indians what those treaties meant, too. Uh-huh. So thank God my dad wasn't like my mom, who was a straight-A student. My dad basically was in and out of reform school his whole life, so he didn't have to read or write. Thank God. So... Um, he taught me these very very basic, simple beliefs that I'm passing down to you folks now. And I hope the man who uh, 
went back to Africa to meet his people in Chad or uh, the Sudan. He called me on the phone when he got back home, and he said to me, Carl, I went into my homeland. I went out to the back and went to the jungle, and I talked to the people in my village through an interpreter, and I tried to explain to them, like, law. And they said, Carl, when I walked into my village, they sounded like you. Every single one of them sounded exactly like I was talking to Carl Lentz. They can't read or write. They have no radio contact, but they know these basic, simple, common law terms that's been around for since time began, since caveman began. You know, like I said, if you if you try to steal something from somebody, that's wrong. I don't give a damn how you try to in, in, try try to create a and try to enact it. I don't care if you try to create a uh, a bill or a law saying that they could steal, they could take something away from another man without fair and co- just compensation. It's wrong. It's so wrong. And that's how I try to explain to people. When you try to say, like, the common law, I'll just do CL. When you try to say this common law, the common law would be more like what would be considered natural law. Common law is something that you can't enact, you can't modify, you can't change, you can't regulate, you can't control, you can't, you, you can't um, void it, you can't vacate it. So when you have a common law, it's like if I drop that pen, the law of gravity is going to make it hit down to the ground. Now, he could be the king of Johnson City and says, I decreed an edict today that we will defy the law of gravity, you know, or we will defy the law of nature, and nobody in my kingdom will die ever again because I'm the king. So I'm going to enact it into a law. So there's nobody to be, you know, no death anymore. For some reason, you think you're going to play God, and for some reason, you think that you could modify law. You can't change law, but you can modify court orders. You could uh, vacate orders. You could, uh, you know, uh, uh, you could, um, when you you have an act of parliament, you know, you could void it. But the the law, you can't modify, alter, amend. The law is the law of all time. And the law... Well, the law here is universally accepted. Like, you go to any planet, you go in place, any place on the galaxy, gravity will still, you know, be the law. Stealing will still steal. I don't care if you take something away from a Vulcan, he'll still say, hey, where are you going with that? You take something from my dog, even my dog knows that he's stealing from another dog, that it's probably going to be instant death. You better not steal from another dog. So it doesn't need to be written down. So the common law would be what you'd call the unwritten law. And what's great about every single legal dictionary, when you go for the definition of common law, it says the unwritten law. Thank God. Every single legal dictionary says the same thing, unwritten. Because when it's the written law, it's law that's controlled by man, law written by man. It's by the hand of man, so it's black and white. It's written in black and white. The unwritten law isn't written. So, uh, oh, let me give you a little hint about that, uh, if you ever go to court, and uh, like I said, say a simple word, like argue, okay? I love that word. If the judge says to me, says something to you when you first walk into court, said uh, you need to try this free man patriot stuff, and the judge says, are you here to argue today? 99% of people say, no, I'm not here to argue. And then the judge would say, great, good, the other side wins. Because argue means to make something crystal clear, to bring something forward, to shine, to polish, to make things white. So argue actually means to lift something up and expose it. So yes, I want to argue. I'm damn right I'm here to argue. But if I don't, you're going to give the 
you know, the other side is going to prevail. So I better argue my case. But they try to make it seem like, you know, when you're in school, the teachers say, oh, you, you know, why can't you just uh, be nice like everybody else? Why do you got to argue? And nice actually means a fool in French. Why can't you just be a fool? Or why do you got to argue? Why can't you just do what we tell you to do? Well, your son's not nice and he argues all the time. Oh, hooray. <laughs> he's not a fool and he, and he tries to bring his beliefs forward. Oh, that's fantastic. So you, he's becoming a man. That's, that's what I love to hear. <laughs> you know, but they'll try to discourage that behavior. Yeah, not not to erase anyway. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it, it seems to be gone, right? So try to okay. Here's another good one that I like. Usually start the shows up with is something like this. That's usually a pretty good one. Oh, I want to get a fellow on it. Okay, there's a couple of everything in the, I guess everything in the universe, there's some form of a hierarchy. There's nothing, it's just like everything isn't just freaking equal. You always have to answer, somebody, you always have to answer to somebody. You know, you're not God. Well, you're not the creator of all this, so you have to answer. So what happens in the legal society, well, let me start with this one. This is easier. I love it when people call me on the phone, like especially yesterday, some poor lady called me up and said, the judge and the clerk were awfully mean to her. And I say to her, I'm the judge. I said, you mean a man acting as a judge? The man who acts as a judge or a man who's acting as the plaintiff or the defendant? The man who's acting as the clerk? Are you talking about a man? Are you talking about a judge? And a lot of people, you know, they hit a brick wall instantly by talking to me. And I say to them, do you folks realize that I got three judges in the front seat of that pickup truck right now, and they'll tell me whether or not this beef jerky is any good or not. They'll be the, the hell of a judge, whether it tastes like, you know, if it's worth eating or not. My dog in the back, he says, no, this ain't no good. The other two dogs in the front loved it. So the hell of a judge, you know. The dog, you know, so when you say the judge told me so, the only way a judge can tell you something is if you're a defendant or a plaintiff. You mean a man was talking to you? Or were you saying that a judge was talking to you? If a judge is talking to you, you're a defendant or a plaintiff. You're something that the judge has control over. But if a judge is talking to me, you mean I, I took the title of a defendant when I walked into court or I lowered my status to that of plaintiff? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I did that. I'm pretty damn sure I never accepted any title 
and I'm more than comfortable just acting as man at all times from the moment I'm born to the moment I die. I'm very happy with just acting as man. Because like I was saying with my dad, and this was an old uh, adage that people knew forever, um, if you, I'm sure you could still Google it and would say that uh, an honest man would never sign a piece of paper his whole entire life. And my dad said to me, well, he said, the old, if somebody tries to hand you a piece of paper and get you to sign it, they're trying to take something away from you. They're trying to cheat you, trick you, deceive you. There's no reason why an honest man would ask another honest man to sign something. Because we all trust each other. Well, obviously, if we don't, well, then we're going to have the other guy sign it. So there's no doubt about it. So, but, if, you know, if he says, if, if some man comes up to you and tells you to sign a piece of paper, say, no, thank you, and run away. You know, just say, no, thank you. We can't do this on a handshake. I don't want to deal with you. So that's the way it always used to go. My dad said, well, maybe once in your life you'll have to sign a piece of paper, you know, like when you get married. He said, that's okay. And then maybe one other piece of paper, and that's about it. He says, more than two pieces of paper, something's going really wrong in your life. You're signing more than two pieces of paper, making your mark on something. Other than two documents, something's really wrong. He says, he, he says I can understand doing it when you get married so that when you die, this piece of paper reflects that that woman to get all your possessions. That's fine. He says, one more time other than that, uh, two times maybe, or three times, no. It's, it, somebody's trying to get over on you. So this was the old-fashioned way that things were, because paper, pen, and ink were very rare at one point in time, so everybody, nobody could read or write. So why would you have me sign something in Chinese hieroglyphics? I don't know what this is and why would I sign it. Well, trust me, and it'll all be okay. Yeah, right. Sure, it will. So let me say a, a simple way to explain, like a defendant and stuff like that, when I ask people all the time, is it, a, is, it a, is it a good thing to be a defendant? And almost everybody will say no, right? But can you tell me a good reason why it would be uh, an awesome thing to be called a defendant? I say, well, I'll look at it this way. Muhammad Ali used to defend the heavyweight championship of the world. He was the defender of the title. He had the title. He was the champion of the world. Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, would you... We're going to title you the heavyweight champion of the world. You're going to get all these beautiful women right behind you. You're going to get millions and millions of dollars. People all over the world are going to know you. You're going to step out of Tokyo. All these people are going to come up, take your picture, want to sign your autograph. You're the new heavyweight champion of the world. Hey, that's all right. I like that. Sure. I'll defend the title. And then next, they say, oh, yeah, but next week you got to fight Mike Tyson. Oh, um, hmm, I, I don't know if I want to be the defendant anymore. Well, uh, I don't see the benefit anymore. I, yes, everything is voluntary, so I'm going to have to withdraw my acceptance of being labeled the defendant. I don't wish to participate any longer. But thank you, because everything is voluntary. One of the best uh, movies to watch that on would be, uh, I think it was Cromwell, when it was, the, when it was beheading Charles. And Charles was dragged before Parliament. And Charles kept saying, where do you get the authority? Oh, this is a lovely word. <laughs> I love that word. It was, it was a, I believe it was Cromwell. I believe it was the one with uh, Harris. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. Man, Richard Harris, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, Alex Guinness was Charles. So whatever one Alex Guinness was, King Charles, that's the one. When you watch them try to try the king. When you watch them try to try man. Like, watch them, watch them try to try me. It's going to be a lot of fun because it's going to be a repeat of that movie. Where do you believe you derive that authority? What does the word authority literally mean? Nobody ever knows. You say, oh, he doesn't respect authority. I mean, that's the first thing they always tell my mom about me. Oh, your son doesn't respect authority. 
if somebody Googled it right now, it means a dictator. Cole doesn't respect authority. Well, I don't respect Pol Pot, Mao, Hitler, Stalin. Like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. That's a, it's a wonderful thing that my son doesn't respect authority. He doesn't want to be dictated to. That's right. Because where do you believe you got the authority to dictate to me, tell me what to do? Who do you think that power derives from? Uh, I see man. I'm man. I don't see you acting as a God, and that's why we. That's why I believe. See, I don't. I don't study this. Um, what do you guys call this stuff? Um, conspiracy theories, nonsense. But I believe when you look at like money and you see the all-seeing eye and that the capstone is missing. To me, I believe because if you look in every legal dictionary, you'll never find the definition of man because every man is different, unique, and unique. You can't define man because everybody's different. It's ridiculous. So, and to me, you, the legal society can't define their creator. Just like I, as man, can't define the I. There's 7 billion people on the planet Earth. I guarantee there's 7 billion definitions of what God is. I guarantee everybody, nobody's going to have the same belief or the same exact image in their mind what their creator looks like. So everybody's going to have a difference of opinion. So what's funny with this, if you ever see the way I spell it, I all the time, it's like a man in motion moving forward. He's got a head. He's not decapitated. So if you look at the my website, let me put my website down here in case somebody somebody never seen it. It's broadmind.org. All right. And does anybody know what the word broadmind means? You put it in a dictionary, Google it. What does the word broadmind mean? Well, there is no word named broadmind. It's broadminded. That's a word I made up. Because I, you know, what do you think the word broadmind means? But do you think it means like? What? Yeah, but you guys think it means like broadminded, right? Yeah. Well, I used to play music, and I always had broads on my mind. <laughs> okay, so it's what the legal society does to you folks. You think it means this, but it really means that. And it's two different meanings. This word doesn't even exist in an English dictionary. It doesn't exist. It's broad-minded. It's the word that exists. That's my own word I made up. But, and I believe it means this. You guys can make it believe whatever the hell makes you comfortable with. I don't care. But if you look at my website, you'll see the word of the month. The word of the month is to capitalize. When you Google it, this word of the month. I was changing them every month, but I stopped at capitalize because I wrote a dictionary, and my dictionary has 3,477 words the last time I checked, which was 2011. Believe me, there's a lot more words there now, but I, you don't really need them. To me, I tell people you need about 10 to 20 words to move a court. That's all you need. Really simple. See, spot, run. That's all you kind of need to talk to people. So when you look at the, my word of the month, it's capitalization. To capitalize. And the nice simplest definition of capitalize was out of Canadian dictionary, and it was to take advantage of, to capitalize. You're taking advantage of somebody or something. You capitalize.
when you capitalize, you're trying to take advantage over somebody or something. It's like we live in a capitalist society, which says, oh, that's horrible. We live in a capitalist society. We should all be like Jesus Christ and be communal and communist society. But the only problem is we're dealing with our fellow man who are a bunch of lazy bums. So that's great about a capitalist society is I love to work. When many people say, uh, nobody ever says on a deathbed, I wish I had one more day to work. Oh, I'm going to say, I want to work. I, I just love working. I mean, it, I took away, believe me, from what I love doing on my farm to come up here and talk to you folks, which is fine. But man, I'd be working on my farm right now. I love it. When Thomas Jefferson died, you look at his epitaph, it says farmer. It doesn't say third president of the United States. It doesn't say first ambassador of France. It doesn't say follow the Declaration of Independence. It says freaking farmer. Because once you really get into it, it's a lot of fun. It's always like trying to create something, get something that it was that. Now it's this. Holy cow, that was a lot of fun. It's almost like you're playing God, bringing life to things. It's, it's a lot of fun. But anyway, to capitalize means to take advantage over something. So when it's called, have you guys ever seen that on my, on my website? It's Maximus, Medius, and Minimus. Have you guys ever looked at Does anybody got the ability to look at my website? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so to maximize... Okay, I think I started with minimus. When you write your name, don't do this. Well, you can if you're God. Yeah, um, upper CK, look, they both look the same. I'm trying to see which one to look. There you go. Let's do it that way. Let's see if this works out more than it did in my brain. Hey, can you slide this over there where that's at? Sure. I got an idea. Well, I'm going to get it up against the wall. I'm going to put that on the inside of it so it don't fall back. And then I'll have a shelf so it don't fall back. So you want to slide this? Yeah, I want to put it where your board is there. We'll right. take it forward right there. And then we can slide this over. I can't take dark stuff. Want to leave this? No. 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 I, I can just nail it into that wall. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't like this. Put the gumball machine in front of it. That's it. Side of a hundred beef jerky. It's going to have to go this way, though. Ah. Good thing I'm tall. The wood, uh, the wood just wasn't going to be enough. It's all I had. And I can tape it to this, but I can't tape it to this. So. Mark probably got some done with the lure remover. You got what? <laughs> Sorry, man, they didn't have an eagle. I couldn't, best thing to do short notice. Is that insane or is it working? 
Now, all of you conspiracy guys know this rule already, don't you? How many know this rule? You do, you do, you do. All right. Uh, who else? Do you know this rule? I don't believe so. Okay, who does? Who said they did? Uh, which one are you? Oh, you do. Okay. Uh, what does this mean? That's, uh, the bottom name is your all capital. That's the, the new, the new uh, corporation for the government. The one right above it is the old corporation. The one right above that is your name. Oh, okay. Now, what does Sean think it means? I think one of them is a man. One of them is a man who has a... Yeah, he knows it. Yeah, he knows that one. What do you think this one means? Okay. This is the way in Roman law, this was considered the slave. Property of somebody or something. This is a slave. It's a title. It's a corporation. It's something that's created, something that's owned, something that's under control. This means that you're a member of a family, which means that you are a... A citizen. You're a citizen. A citizen literally means a member of a family in Roman law. A Roman citizen, you were a member of their family. You couldn't wait to get the title of Roman citizen. And then the other one means that you think you're freaking God. That's what it means. There is no limits on you. There is no restrictions on you whatsoever. You are the creator. Now, if you want to talk like this down to, say... The USA, that's fine, because it's going to be very hard for them to challenge that you ain't their creator. But the way I always try to address myself throughout planet Earth is, I believe I'm a member of a family. I believe I'm a citizen. You're damn right I am. I have duties and obligations, responsibilities to those children, mom, aunts, uncles. I don't believe I'm sovereign. Not sovereign, but you only over that which I create. So let's 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 take care of that. Okay, now is that right or wrong? I don't know if I spell I E E I. I don't know. That's probably pretty damn close. Everybody knows what sovereign is, right? Sovereign means God. Okay, sovereign means it means that you can defy law, and law does not apply to you. Okay. Now, I could say law doesn't apply to me, but you better believe law applies to me. You better believe the customs, practices, policy, and beliefs of my people. you damn right better apply to me. They will hang me. <laughs> but the law does not apply. That's fine. Some sort of legal societal order law, that's fine. If I wish to accept it, fine. If I don't, I don't. But sovereign means to defy law or what does not apply. To say I'm sovereign means that I can walk, hit, run right at that wall and go to my truck and I go go to an open passageway. I do this to poor, like poor people who call me on the, all the time on the phone, like Gus, my sister, anybody. He says, uh, I'm walking into the courthouse. I said, oh, you're sovereign today, huh? You're going to walk into the courthouse, huh? How about we look for an open passage, make sure it's clear, and we pass through. I'm going to walk into school today. Oh, really? I'm parking. Uh, I'm, I'm in the parking lot. Oh, Really? What part? Are you the striped lines or are you the blacktop? You're in the parking lot, huh? That's that's special. So you're like, no, I'm, I'm on top of the. Okay, okay. I thought you said you were, you're just pulling into you're in the parking lot now. Oh, really? That must be quite painful. But this is what I try to say to people. That's why you try to when when I talk in court or I tell anybody to talk, try to say no more than ten or twenty words. 
Because uh, somebody like me is going to be sitting in front of you and say, well, did you come to the court today? Yeah, I, I walked into the court today. Oh, that's special. And I was to be able to tell right quickly, the judge will be able to tell, did you, you know, did you just park, are you in the parking lot? Yeah, I'm in the parking lot. Oh, really? Huh. It's cute. You know, so that way he can feel you out real quick. You know, if you know actually the meaning of these words. Like, oh, yeah, are you in the parking lot? Yeah, I'm in the parking lot. Oh, really? Okay. No, you trust me, you're not in the parking lot. So like I say to people, one of them, easiest things they always mess up with is they say, in the United States District Court for Middle Alabama. They say, in. And some poor lady was on the phone with me last night. About an hour. I tolerated it for a while because I was out doing the horses and stuff, so that was fine. I was walking out in the field and had the phone like this, just talking away. But it's funny, she's trying to get her children back from her husband, and I don't get involved in that nonsense. There's a reason why the kids are where they are, and it's way above my pay grade to care. But when the government takes the children away, that's different. But when it's husband and wife, I don't get involved. I, you know, the judges and family members, I'm sure everybody else already sorted it out the best they could. And who might have come in as an interloper, you know, and try to guess why she lost the kids. So, uh, yeah, let me give an example of that one real quick. I used to do a show on Thursday nights when I first started just for women to get their children back from the government. That's it. I didn't do it. I didn't listen, any credit card nonsense, IRS problems. I didn't care about that. I just did a Thursday show to talk to women to get the kids back from the government. That's all. So some lady uh, um, calls me up on, in May. And she donated to me $100 in April when she heard that I got Jonathan and Jesse's kids back in Canada. So she calls me up in May. She doesn't remind me that she gave me a $100 donation for telling me thank you for helping that Canadian couple. She calls me up on my Thursday show for women. And she said she had her two-year-old and four-year-old girl taken away, and now they're 14 and 16, and um, she hasn't been allowed to see them. And Daddy's part of the Illuminati. Daddy was a Jesuit priest, always learning to be one. Then he left, and he married me, had kids. The the judges up here in Canada are on slave tricks, sex trafficking rings. It's pretty pretty wild, the stuff she was coming up with. And she said, I'll send you a newspaper clip, and I'll send it. I said, yeah, man, 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 man. Yeah, his husband and wife, I, I don't get involved. She says, oh, no, they wouldn't even let me have trial. Blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, yeah. Okay, ma'am. I said, can you um, send me the case file, what you got? Look what we're looking at? So she said, yeah, sure. And so she sent me the case file, and I guess since she figured it was about that thick, I wasn't going to bother reading it. Well, I read it. And then uh, she called him next week on the show, and she says, well, what are you going to do? I said, at this time, I don't feel comfortable helping you at this time. I'm going to, that's my last Thursday show that I ever did. So if you ever look on my website, and you ever look on TalkShoe website, TalkShoe.com website, and it's 127469, it's the last Thursday show I ever did. And every other show after that was Saturday or whatever, but that was the last Thursday show I ever did. Because I said, the lady, I don't feel comfortable this time helping you. And all the other women started chopping me, saying, oh, you know, why won't you help her? I said, because I believe the children should be with the father, and they're doing just fine, and I don't believe that I should get involved. You say, well, wait a second, they're girls, and girls go around and doing the same mom, she said. I said, that's right. If you go back and go old basic law, common law, biblical law, the girls were supposed to be with their mom until they were 14, and the boys were allowed to be discharged their father at the age of five. 
when they no longer had to be fed. I said, but no, I said, these girls are fine right where they are. And then uh, all the women started jumping at me saying, you're just like every other man, male chauvinist pig, and, you know, you don't care about women. And I was like, yeah, oink, oink. You call me whatever the hell you want. And how many attacks have absolutely nothing to do with me because I'm from New York, and I couldn't care less what you think of me because I could put myself down a million times harder than you ever could dream of. So I said, you're just wasting your time trying to humiliate me because I don't care. I said, uh, you women feel this way, that I'm not doing it in this children's best interest? No. Okay, then F you all, and uh, I'm done. And I stopped doing the show. That was in May. So I went over to England. And when I came back, I was exhausted. I mean, I spent five weeks over there. It was a hell of a trip. Oh, yeah, with the, with the Punjabis. And, oh, and just doing meetings like this, but big crowds. And I was exhausted. And, uh, yeah, I was... And we said, how do you like England? What do you see? I said, I looked at the side of the rugby cement plant, the biggest cement plant in the United Kingdom. So that's why I looked out my window for five weeks and saw the rugby cement plant. No, I wasn't next to Palm and Buckingham Palace. No, I looked at the rugby cement plant. We'd get up at 730 in the morning and start running around the country talking to people. So, no, I didn't have tea with the queen. No, that didn't happen. So that was in May. I got back in uh, Christmas Eve. January, I'm listening to a show. And this lady gets on the show, and she starts going on somebody else's show saying, uh, oh, I tried to get Cole to help me, da-da-da, and uh, he takes some money, and he won't call me up, and da-da-da-da, and I haven't had trial, haven't had court, da-da-da-da, uh, Jesuit priest, all this nonsense. Somebody calls me up and says, hey, uh, some lady's bashing you on some show. I said, I don't care. I'm exhausted. I couldn't care less. And they said, uh, so what show? So I called the show, and I said, hey, you know, uh, during the week, I called up the show, and I said, hey, put me on, book me on next week. So I said, okay, and get that lady on. I said, okay. So I called the, so when I called up, I didn't do it until the day of the show. I sent the, the, the hostess of the show, page 17, of the case file. I said, read it. And they said it was written by five women. Wrote. It was a nurse. Well, it was two nurses, the emergency room nurses. It was a clergy lady, it was a woman, clergy member of the, and it was the hospital's attorney, and it was the chief of staff, the head of the hospital. Five women wrote an affidavit to the judge, you better remove these children from this woman immediately because she's raping them, and she's trying to pin it on daddy. And I had that lady hostess of the show read it out loud, what five women affidavits read. She's like, oh, my God, this woman's an animal. Maybe, maybe. I said, but I bet you I could uh, help the woman. I said, but uh, what she's telling you folks, there's a reason why I don't help certain people. There's a reason why I say I can't. At this time, I don't feel comfortable. She said, she said uh, I said, and ma'am, you said you gave me money. When did you give me money? She said, April. And was that to help you get your children back? She's like, well, no, that's saying thank you for Jonathan and Jesse. Right. Did you tell me at any time you ever gave me any money? No. I said, how would I know that? I said, so let me put it this way, ma'am. I said, uh, I'm willing to help you now. Because now the children are 14 and 16 years old. So there was a, the lady actually had a psychiatrist on her show since she was interviewing. I said, let's ask the psychiatrist what he would recommend you do before I tell you what to do. And he was like, you know, trying to come up with like, well, that's horrendous what she did. That's horrible. That's evil. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's great. Lovely. 
I said, why don't you go to the court and say at one time you had a belief or you believe, which means you have a conviction. If you believe Jesus is going to rise from the dead in three days, you believe it that you have a conviction. So we're going to explain to the court and we're going to explain to the counselors. At one time you believed that a two-year-old, four-year-old girl was in danger by being next to a man because you watched too much Oprah Winfrey, you watched too much uh, Lifetime movies, you watched too much Geraldo, you watched too much nonsense where grandpas are taking pornos of the kids and grandpas are going to jail over this and even grandpas are evil. You know, you know, look like Santa Claus. Every man is horrible. Every man is going to live to just have sex. Every five seconds of his brain is just working on having sex. And when they run out of having sex with women between the ages of 16 and 16, they start going after the children. Because, again, it's getting in such a frenzy for watching so much Oprah and Lifetime movies, you, you guys are starting to lose it. So you're going to say to the court, you're going to say, I want to get therapy. I want to try to get this belief out of my system that all men aren't evil. And then I would like to have visitations with my children. Because she was saying, I said uh, to the hostess, I said, uh, did she tell you she didn't go to trial yet? Yeah, well, she spent $20,000 on an appeal six years ago. I said, it's in the case file. I said, so this one was still, whatever, off the deep end, which is fine. But, she, but I said, now at 14 and 16, I feel comfortable with helping her because if she tries to do anything to a 14 or 16 years old child now, they're probably about the same height as mama, same weight, same strength, same everything. If mama tries any stunt, these 14, 16-year-old kids will kick her teeth out. I'm sure they know the difference between right and wrong now. Now, if you were two years old, four years old, obviously, if we're going to be giving this lady this advice, how to, how to win visitations with a child, because she'd still be up to a dastardly deeds because you could actually physically and mentally control a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Good luck with trying to do a 14, 16-year-old teenage girl. Good luck. So the psychiatrist guy said to me, he says, you know what? He did graduate studies at uh, Brigham Young, and he said he uh, went, did his intern and uh, got his doctorate over at the Miami in, uh, in Ohio. And he says he's seen doctors and psychiatrists for years. He says that he studied under. And uh, he said, I've never seen anybody just come right to the heart of the matter, solve it in two seconds and move on. That's because I'm a contractor. I get paid when the job is done. You guys do billable hours like attorneys. You guys have two or three clients for a year, and you milk it for everything you can. I said, I'm a contractor. I said, I'm like Walmart, you know, high volume, low rates. Just boom, 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 knock it out, get it done. What do you got? Oh, you want to come paint my fence or whatever you did? You put a boiler in. Oh, I got to explain. I boiler your porter. <laughs> okay. When I shut off my water heater, my bill went from $250 a month to $25 a month. I've been taking showers in my mom's house for like two months now. Yeah, oh, that was swell. I got any more, any more nice presents for me? I couldn't believe it. That's what I did. I shut the. I said to my mom, I saw this month's bill. It was like 70 bucks. It's like, oh, my God. It's the water heater. It's the freaking water heater. But anyway, it's an office trailer. Went from 250 to down where it's supposed to be. Three months, I couldn't figure out why the bill was $300 to a dollar. But anyway, but this is a belief and a conviction, and everybody is unique and everybody is different. Obviously, I'm not going to tell this lady how to get back a two-year-old and four-year-old. So I try to explain to the people this knowledge or this information I'm giving out. It's 
everybody's unique and everybody's different. Everybody's situation is, and it's funny, I know people at the Supreme Court level, at least their clerks, are listening to my stuff. Every case is the same. Every case is unique. I heard somebody actually say that on Fox News, and this is what I've been saying for years. Every case is the same, yet every case is unique. Every case is the same because you have to have two parties in controversy. And every case is unique because the parties are always different. You know, you might be dealing with a two-year-old girl or a 22-year-old girl. One might be a minor, one might be an adult. This, it's, it, every case is the same, and every, yet every case is unique. So, uh, like I said, back to the, um, the capitalization rule. Make it very simple when it comes to this kind of stuff as well, when it comes to cases. When you see me do something like I, man, call, lens, what I did is I said, I believe I have a creator. He created man, the man known as Carl Lenz. So if I just said I, say versus USA, that's like me saying God versus the United States of America, the creator versus that which I created. I'm sovereign over anything I create. See this piece of paper? I'm sovereign over it. Ha <laughs> Sorry, paper. You just died. What are you going to do? Sue me? You got rights? No, you ain't got rights. You ain't got nothing. You know what you got? You got about three more seconds to live on planet Earth, and then you're going to be atomized because I want to light you up and put you into the atmosphere. I could create that which I destroy. I'm sovereign. That's fine. I, this has no rights. But you notice a lot of times I love watching people's lawsuits. It's a lot of fun. Watching people's lawsuits. Oh, you know what's even more fun? Watching criminal complaints. You'll see. There you go. What's that? You know, you just fell out of America, you know. Press call Lance. What does that mean? Somehow, I'm their slave. I'm a slave to that family. I'm a citizen. I'm a, no, no. I'm a, I'm a slave to the United States of America. Oh, really? That, that's just lovely. I, I like that. So I think one of the first things I would do is that either say that I believe you have an error in the parties the titling of the parties, you may refer to me as Carl Lance. If I'm, if I'm, if a man is accusing me of doing something wrong, you may call me Carl Lance, your creator, if you believe that you govern me, because I do not believe you do govern me. They're saying, for some reason, they believe that they're superior to me because if they wrote their name United States, they believe they're supreme, then they created themselves. If it's an all lowercase, you think you just, you're here because you're God, you're here. So when you see people writing in all lowercase, I see that, it's like, oh, you don't believe you have any duty obligation to your fellow man, you believe you just spontaneity, 
appeared within the universe. You've been here for all times because you're the sovereign being, you're God. Oh, isn't that just lovely? When I see people writing like that, it's like, what a crackpot. I'm not dealing with this guy. I'm only going to deal with somebody who at least writes like that. He believes he has duties and obligations to his fellow man. He's a member of a family. He's a member of, you know, of a society. Oh, yeah. It's lovely watching him spelling it this way and then putting me in all uppercase. It's, it's a lot of fun. So I think, uh, uh, what are you looking for? Oh, you must be looking for that which you created. Oh, you're looking for possibly could be the birth certificate that you're looking for or possibly you're looking for some social security card. What exactly did the United States of America create that is titled Call Lance? Because you certainly didn't create me, did you? You know, so that's always a lot of fun when you always see him sculpt your names like that. Let me finish this one. I didn't notice I was up there. This is how Jonathan and Jesse got their children back basically instantly. It's because I say to people, do you know the difference between the word in and at? And do you guys ever heard me say the difference between in and at? Ever hear me explain it? Okay. Um, you see that big tree over there? Uh, let's go. Oh, even better. You see that huge rock next to it? Let's go meet in that rock. Well, how about we go meet at the rock? Which one would you prefer today to do? Why not meet in the rock? Oh, you're going to get in, but you ain't going to get out until the rock lets you out. You ain't out of it. You go in the district court, and there's a man in a black robe sitting there. You go in that court. You ain't getting out of the court until that man in the black robe tells you you're going to leave. You become an element of that rock. You become an element of that court. You're a party to it. You ain't going nowhere. So I'm not going to be in any damn court unless it's my court. I'll meet you at the court, but I'm certainly not going in the court. That'd be suicide. Because I always tell people, man, just to look at the Alice in Wonderland, the guy who wrote that thing, the Queen of Hearts, no matter how proficient Alice was at croquet, the queen kept changing the rules of the court. No matter how skillful she was, no matter how damn good she was, she was the best croquet planet on, player on planet Earth. Paw none. She was the best legal mind, the best lawyer, the best attorney. You walk into their court, they're going to change the rules on you. I don't give a damn what you think it is. Well, well, no, I wouldn't because, no, 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 no. We're just going to move back three steps and you're going to do it. Basically, that's, that's against the rules. Whose rules? Whose court do you think you in? You think you're in your rule? Court? Whose court do you think you're in? So this is why Jonathan and Jesse were able to get their kids back so fast. And thank God the court clerk did this. Uh, they were in New Brunswick. They were in the Arsenal Court at Queen's Bench, New Brunswick. So, uh, oh yeah, that's four. Four means a benefit of means within. So when you're in the United States District Court, United States Court for Middle Alabama, that means for the benefit of Middle Alabama. So uh, that's where the four is up here. The, the Middle Alabama United States District Court put a United States District Court in the middle of Alabama for the benefit of the people in Alabama. It was of, like the United States of America, the United States is for the benefit, it's part of the Americas. So it's of means within and for means a benefit. We're here to benefit you. I'm here for you. 
for that receiving a benefit. So it's in the Arsenal Court at Queen's Bench for New Brunswick. The very first thing the court clerk did is she did this. Oh, she did put at, she did this, and she wrote the word in. There's no doubt about it, and that actually had a, a difference in the meaning because they said, no, you could be in the court, but you can't be at the court. So, oh, sorry about that. In, she was in the Arsenal Court at Queen's Bench. Sorry about that. She's, she crossed this out. She says, no, you're in Queen's Bench. To know we're at the Queen's Bench. We're not going to go out under the rules of Queen's Bench. We're going to be, we're going to be beat up at Queen's Bench. We're not going to be in Queen's Bench because then we've got to abide by the rules of Queen's Bench. Now, I say to people, like I say, it's this poor lady yesterday, internet. This lady was told yesterday, she called me up and she says, the judge um, put out an email to all the courts in North Dakota that she cannot no longer file anything in their courts, in their district courts. And I tried to explain this lady. It's like, if you keep trying to bring a basketball in a tennis court, they're going to restrict you. They're going to tell you you can't come into our tennis courts anymore because you're bringing a basketball into a tennis court. You've got to stop. That's not the rules. That's not how we play the game. I said to her, if you want to go to North Dakota in the district court in North Dakota, if they don't let you put in your own paperwork, you have to fill out a form and fill out a form. She said, but I don't want to fill out a form in district court. Well, then put it at the district court. But don't be in the district court. I said, file it at the district court. It was the court clerk at the district court. Then she has to file it. But I said, what's happening to you, ma'am, is they're asking you, they're saying to you a very simple question. When she first said to me, she said that she wanted to bring the paperwork to the district court lady. And she said, the district court lady said, I'm going to bring it to the judge. And see what he says. I said, the first thing you should have said to her to make her understand that you understand this gibberish nonsense is like the judge. You mean you're going to talk to a man who's acting as a judge? Or are you going to talk to a judge? So once they realize that you understand the difference, it's like, ma'am, you're, you're a woman acting as the court clerk, right? Yeah. Are you going to go talk to a man who's acting as a judge and ask if another man or another woman could, you know, use this public courthouse and access this public courthouse? You're not trying to deny I, your fellow woman, your fellow man, access to a public building, are you? Little simple things like that. That would have been a big difference between her saying, well, I'm going to go ask the judge. And she's like, no, you don't need to ask the judge. To me, it's like, what, are you going to go talk to my dogs? You know, the guys, who, the dogs who just, the, the hell, the judges who just determined whether the, out, you know, this is, you know, acceptable beef jerky or not? What's a judge? So, like I said, if you could do something just that simple, it's like, what's a judge? What judge? What are you talking about? Judge? Judge what? You mean a man who's going to act as a judge? Is, is that where we're going with this? So, like I said, this in and the at stuff is a, a lot of fun because the judge will say, you're in my court. I say, the judge did that to me. Uh, there was a man who went up there with me, a Portuguese man. A lot of fun. We um, had a... Um, I filed a claim against um, social service people and you know, and uh, the man who's acting as governor. And uh, when I filed it, I was like, at you know, lens court, you know, uh, oh, in the lens court, at circuit court. 
And uh, I forgot, it was like the 24th Circuit or something like that. Virginia. It was in Lynn's Court at the Circuit Court. So when I got up there for like a preliminary hearing to see if everything was, you know, all the paperwork was submitted properly or whatever to get ready for a trial, the judge tried to say to me, the first thing when he did, he says, okay, this is the matter between plaintiff, you know, called Lance, and um, I don't remember the governor's name. Uh, it's Terry something. I know it's a woman's name like that, but that's it. It's a woman. Yeah, something like that. Something, right. Nuggets, right. Right. But his first name is Terry because it would be a woman's name. So he said, this is a, you know, this is a complaint against um, Terry McGuffey by plaintiff Carl Lance. And I said, you must have the wrong case before you because I'm a claimant. A claimant literally means a man who's seeking recovery of his property. And the judge says, well, you're a plaintiff. I said, literally plaintiff, but one F in French is a nagging old woman who does nothing but complain all day. She has nothing to back up her complaints, but she just complains all day. I am not a plaintiff. I am not filing a complaint. He says, I have a, claim, a complaint before me. I said, no, you have a claim before you, filed by a claimant. That's what you have before you, sir. He says, no. He says, this is my court. I said, am I, whose court am I in? He says, yeah, I mean, I said, I did not file in, in, in Victor's court. I said, your name is Victor Ludwig, right? I'm not in Victor's court. I'm in the Lens court at the circuit court. I said, what are you doing with my paperwork anyway? Why are you reviewing it anyway? Because I asked for it. A trial by jury. Why are you looking at my paperwork anyway? This is for the eyes of the jury only. This was to me sealed. I don't require any act assistance from the court, you know, to, to, to assist me in moving my case before a trial by jury. I do not require anything from you at this time. So it's just funny that um, Judge says to me, he says, well, you're in my court. I said, well, then obviously, you know, I filed and I paid the fee to be here. And
Hello. Anyone listening? I uh, I was uh, I just uh, dialed into uh, I listened to you and go to sleep on my hardware phone. I've got a SIP phone, you know, so uh, that's why I called in. I turn off the PC and uh, just listen to your live stream. Yeah. Hey. Who's that speaking?
Can anybody hear me?
only people they can think about is what they can see. So they can't
people gave up on me. But what happened over the years, the community is
any office of any agent of the government to do with any type of property to enforce this provision. In the case of that, it's necessary. We could basically kill anything. Yes. It's a calculator story for sale. First made for
family. This is just a sound test.
the challenge the So I got the code and I started starting the codes. And every time the teacher's trucking their hands and pushing the others to do fine. I told my seven eight grade buddies, I said, remember that teacher is So literally, when you watch all the family and you watch all the people, 
moment later, the doctor brings her to the station. He said that he just had the character say, Oh, why do you keep calling me down four lines? He goes, Literally, I'm four four two. The only four line was a line four line. Anybody else? My dad said, You make sure you lose a line for land. You make sure when they come down the box to look for you, they can't find you. Well, they won't even think about you. You never fly for a fresh car? Never took a home? Never took a
Can't hear you, Carl. You're in sale hell, man. Why not? Because he's 
Fox Law Hotel section of the jail. That's right. Why? Because I wrote that thing. Man, maybe uh, you and your fellow man uh, have a duty to the case, right? Duty to make sure. So, Jake, when I read this case law, it was a CRA case law. I read the case There's a difference between them being called a contractor. They changed the code, and I believe it was the end of 2007. It all contracted, and now that's all self-employed. I went to Jake's, he was Indian, his wife was born. They had this great big huge bed and breakfast they had. They had this great huge bed and breakfast they had. They had great big and he said to me, these folks um, like to help them write paperwork. Okay? The only thing I've seen in both of our case messages is from the smallest man I've ever been in Canada. He was Alan Graham. Anyway, Alan drove me from Calgary way over. And it's huge. So I get over to Mrs. Angela. Jake. And I read the case for three blocks and I get a day and I get that. And then for the breakfast when we get to the house, I read the street case file. Man, read the thing, almost not fit. And I see that he's actually short. I'm saying to myself, it took like 380 And I'm reading this, and I'm like a zombie, but I'm not going to lie. Mr. Brown fell asleep. I was going to be I Mr. Brown. Okay, so I'm just reading this. Tell me what you think you see. He said, I see that he's shot. Really? Not failing the file. He said, no, just this. Jake, uh, this and uh, this. So he's just a Joe Schmuck. Jake's just nice. Okay. 
I said, I'm just a part of Jake. Uh, and we just were fully inside of doors. Well, I'm done with Jake just better be like, oh, what Jake is. Oh, my God. Was this in a shop? Good. Because of the end of the end of the game. Last piece of paper. She did it. was not in there. That's why I said, I want to be very interested. Where's the one? Jeff. So I wrote a lovely letter to the man who wants to act as the uh, one for the special correction. So, what a lovely letter. You know, I, Jake, man, will not appear before on this day. I, your fellow man, require that you and me, as you wish, help the chief. I, to you, with a You might be walking on the numbers. 
write a letter to your soulmate and say, like, greetings, Bob. I believe you are acting as a judge or a magistrate on this legal matter. Is that true? That's what you sent them. And stop. That's what you like. I've never had a good I believe. 
big. That's right. Right, right at I know you're so much this hard for shit. I never looked at it. Right. You just have to move just a little bit. But the only reason why you would be wrong would be that you did it. You did it with your Do that. 
have people that have heart disease. This is wrong. This is how they roll. They just can't find what they're doing. If they don't like what the government's doing to them, they go and they crap the cop. They go yell at people. Some people are in the South. They crap.
killed you because you wouldn't have to compete against it. So there is no compensation. There is no claim for justice. You pay for the, the damages that is. What you want to happen to me is my wife now. One minute ago, she had chosen to kill my wife. And I'm going to kill you. So guess what? I'm going to kill you. So this is what I say to because that much will make me do what's in my hand. So do you wish to take what they would say? They would be able to take Penguins. Penguins. You know, whatever they wish to do, is a So that's like what is that called? Penguins, Carl. Hello. And you absolutely do not ask me for damages. Man can only claim what to do. Gus, oh Gus, God. mute that guy out. He's breaking up. I can't do fifteen thousand men one day. I can only claim what to do. Not one day time. So when you make the little damage claim, you try to damage claim over asking because that's a very judge. A very famous case of that is the law versus BMW. Not out of the law. That bad signal's cutting your wisdom. We soon be MW. When the boat came over from Germany, there are scratches on the feet of the hood, the roof, and the trunk lid. The door fire like I definitely tell exactly the stuff you can do after the fact of the stuff on the second half. Second half. Well, orange is one smooth apple. Jibba, 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 jibba. Somebody told him just to go out and say, hey, this cost is painted. Well, the law is that if it's on a $2,000 worth of repair, they can sell it at a new car. So we can't call it on this page on the internet by an hour and cents. So they claim. So Mr. Gore sued himself $2,000 for a new car. The jury wanted to sell it to the court. But Congress, which is the law, $15,000, also decided to sell it. Judge Ward, Mr. Gore, from the other world. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Get thee behind me. The power of the penguins compels you. Say that's not true because I had no choice. 
And Seriously, people, why are you tolerating this this horrible call? Why are you listening to this crap? Government sit between at the table to discuss what it will be done. 
The conservatives say we must open our borders. Wait, so we can't come in. Obamacare is a perfect example of what Roe versus Wade was protecting. Government sitting at the table. Roe versus Wade was protecting. We Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm
shall be secure in the presence of the houses. Okay? What I try to explain is go to my shelf on Sunday service on shelf 1, 3, 3, 4, 7, honestly. Oh, I'm preaching for show. I never listen to my show. And I could, I don't I can't imagine you myself. And I've left a little bunch of guys. I call it in my cell what I enjoyed, his wife, I did listen to one time. Okay, I got a belt too. Gus was in my home for seven weeks. He was on all three conferences. But he says, Paul, you got to listen to the show of yours. He says, what, I'm show 102. Why do I listen to myself? He said, I'm keeping in touch with the baby. That was the most of this point. Why would I keep in touch with the what I want to listen to. I said, you guys get to a certain level, I'll take it up. Until then, until you guys understand this thing, stop. Why do you count? Count. Why don't you guys even understand it? Well, you get access to us. You don't get to do any more. We ain't going to get it. So I said to Gus, uh, Gus, you have to do the key set. What? What? He said, listen to him. Listen to him. He said, okay, fine. Let's do what? Fine, though. So uh, I said, anything but listen to the He said, you stop. And then you come back on and walk the guy. He says, but listen. I said, what? Listen. He does the stuff. He said, listen. He's listening to the stuff. He said, I need that. He said, I'm trying to force my release of heart. And said, I got to do it. Well, I'm trying to do it. We really have to understand the power. Some people I thought my dad would do it. I'm holding the eyes. Yeah, John, you share
Then you lose money. You can't control yourself. Yeah. 
inside you. And she said, try it. She said, what? I thought that was So anyway, <laughs> she was pissed at Grandpa. So uh, she went to school, and she went to complain about a bully. Not a bully. School did the old direction. That it comes from you like a boy that's my mouth. My daughter says, for some reason, the conversation went from bully to dad, grandpa, uncle, cousin. Somehow, grandpa's expensive. Yeah. Does grandpa ever touch you? Yeah. Does grandpa come hold you? Yes. Grandpa, next thing you know, she says, they're changing it. Write it 
you yell at me, you want to spread out and water this and you need it. So if you can't, can you please just write it down? Oh, it's going to take forever. Well, it take what take forever. Well, maybe instead of the interview is going in one hour, maybe it take three or four hours. I got something. You get something to write down. You know, so instead of the interview being one hour, maybe it take three or four hours. You can write it all down. That's the information. I'm like, you're going to write my own business. I'm going to put it in so I kept explaining, like, put it down, right now. Every proposal, every book, you need to make sure you have a great name. Put it down. And then after you put it all down, just say that. I said, oh, okay, send it on. I said that you just like, that's very lovely. These are some very good questions. Just like, you can always see it like, you know, it's a very good question. Thank you, right? Thank you for that question. That's a very good question. That is, I would say very good. You say, please allow me 72 hours for the council so I can give you an answer. Please give me 24 hours. Council, a constant answer. But at this time, I'm very stressed out and very, I don't know what I'm saying, and I'm very confused. And, uh, please, put in the writing. Let me, you know, give me 72 hours. That's what I'm going to say. But I also told myself, whatever, I've got to get a ticket across the street. Because I keep on the on the street. You're going to get a cheek off the phone before you walk to Sherman Park. Work out a deal with cheek off and say, look, I'm going to get arrested. But at least you see it in street clothes. You get bought from the center of the phone, through the glass window, trying to explain to the guy with $7,000 Sherman charge. Go there before you jump. So, uh, so obviously, Franklin, Franklin, Chester Bob, didn't go to the Chief Hill Park, didn't jump right down, just running in and started walking. He walked his way out. Frank's a nice guy. I see he's probably got a hundred people on IQ. He's not dumb. He's smart. He doesn't know what he's doing. But he can't be in the language. He doesn't say what he wants. He doesn't say what he wants. So I explained to him. Do it this way. And he's like, he keeps around one o'clock in the afternoon. He came back around ten o'clock. And he asked me some questions. He said, let's come home. They bring somebody else some questions. They tell me to come back around twelve. He came back at twelve one o'clock. He said, to he said to my mom, they uh, they tell me I can go home and get counseling. And if I say I admit that everything that they're saying is this, and my mom said, well. It's November 25th. Mom has a swing party. Most high school first house to be a begging for your song. It's not working. You put your elbows in the truck. You gotta go to New York on Monday. No, you really lost half a day with the silly nonsense. Just not with that. Yeah. It's home. So mom heard Cal saying, yes, that's home. Because it all. And just like the council. So, Frank admitted that whatever, 34, whatever they all call. So when it all done is when they videotaped this part, when he said, yes, I do, when he was all done, and whoever knows the answer, don't say nothing, when he was all done, pleading guilty 
When you hear all you do is swear, that's a very simple question to the problem. When it was found out that he had no father here, he was born right with the children of old man and the rest of the Bible.
So what do they got? He said they got Frank's statement. He said, okay. Billy Frontman formed these legs that he stand on. Billy got one. How is the statement left? He's going to say, well, don't let me go home. He let me go home. Well, side of things. He let me go home. He gave me my keys. He said, hey, have a nice week. We'll get the evidence for the back. He gave us the computer, the hard drive, and the computer. What's the jury going to do? The old man said, well, I said, well, are they going to say, 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 um, we're going to hold you for four months before you take a drink. We're going to bring you name to pay for it, lose your job, and we're going to hold you up. If you do, we do. Yep. That's exactly what the judge is saying. He says, you plead the other one. Uh-huh. You're not going to do it. 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 You're not going The judge says, well, yeah, yeah, no. My reason is that's Yeah, it's not your cell. You got my cell on your desk. Yeah. So you see me every day for the property. I'm in the rain. He said, oh, you got a rain? Yeah. And so if you talk to the sheriff, I'm going to apply for points to me. And if I'm still going to back up, we talk to the state without presence. Yeah, next month, that's it. Really? He says, kid, let me tell you.
So I walked with the judge. I said, hey, man, how can we all, you know, not very smart. My sister married a Jew. You know, I can't go to the church at all. I said, um, what the hell is that? He says, oh, he says, you want to know you go to the church. not guilty. I said, well, I'm not guilty. I ain't got to do it anymore. Tell us, but kill that girl. I'm not guilty. I'm not going to call him. He said, call him. What are you talking I said, well, shot. Who can charge with? I said, uh, I added the artificial sauce with the speed the fermentation of an alcoholic beverage without the metal carbon. That's what I said. Added an artificial sauce to be fermented. So the judge said to me, What is that?
do it. So they're long time. He goes, oh, you want to change the venue? Oh, we can change the venue, all right. <laughs> he goes, best. Um, so he goes, oh, yes. He said, uh, your attorney stopped it. It's easier to just say what happened. He said, do you feel safe to set up a square pad? I mean, that's what it's okay. You make millions and millions. So, see, like I said, you get these judges, and of course, you fall the chair. So what I'm, so I'm, I'm trapping, I'm trapping this for Thank you. 
Carl? Hello? I don't know if you can hear me. Hey, Carl?
Yeah, this is Gus. Uh, so you guys can hear me fine. Eric, when did you get on? When uh, you said there was 15 minutes that you could hear Carl really well, when was that? At the beginning? All right. Yeah, he might have started a recording just to... Uh, I, I, text, I texted him, but I haven't... Uh, I haven't heard back from them yet. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, what's going on. There's only there's only about three minutes left before the call turns off anyway. Yeah, guys, I was just uh, just listening and trying to fall asleep because it's on a different time time zone. That's why I was here and not talking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, and kind of woke kind of kind of guys woke me up. So. Yeah. He. Uh, there's only about three minutes left. Well, two minutes That's now. all right, mate. Just check out my talk show and also uh, check out Renegade Broadcasting's interview with Luke McKee, which is me. I expose the uh, ultra-left faggots trying to normalize pedophilia. Okay, you just go to renegadebroadcasting.com, look for Luke McKee. That, that's who I am. That's my that's my story. That's what's going on. If you also look at my VGB, there's some links on the recent podcast. I've got some fucking a faggot, faggot pro-pedophilia troll army attacking me. Um, and basically because I'm criticizing the greatest gay activist in Australia who's suing my dad. Why is the greatest gay activist in Australia suing my dad? Because he vilified two gay marriage activists that had sex with a Russian infant, Drake Newton, Mark Newton and Peter Trong. And the gay activist successfully argued in court uh, 
that you must not vilify gay marriage activists who have sex with babies. That's hate speech. You can't hate child sex. Those who fuck children must be respected. Now, obviously, I'm not very happy with that. So that's kind of the story with me, okay? And I, I actually just... Um, I was, wasn't stalking you or anything. I just uh, wanted to listen to some, something on TalkShoe and uh, have a nap, you know what I mean? You know, some people like, like to fall asleep listening to the talk radio. Yeah. And uh, you, were, you were the only guy, in the, only guy that was live at... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.